Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 32. What up? Well, I mean, we had another impeachment this week. Part so two. We've made history as a country. We're back. <laughs> Straight off the bat with some Straight politics. Straight off the bat, son. I had to do it. But before, before we get into that, we got to do our before thing. Before we right? get into that. All right. So we said we we're going to start plugging ourselves, not in a weird way. Uh, it's it's Trev underscore Jordan at Twitter.com. Oh, yeah. Gov. One billion. I think it's Twitter.gov at- now. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, definitely follow Trevor. Uh, follow the Instagram account, uh, Our Week Today. Uh, Our Week Today also on Twitter and at one billion, that's billion, not million, uh, on Twitter. Hit me up also if you play Call of Duty on your mobile phone. I'm the fucking Grandmaster at one billion. Grandmaster and, Flash. Uh, I'll teach you guys how to play. Oh, shit. I, I need to learn because you know what? I haven't actually played in a long time. That's it used to be I like the it. grand stress release. Was, that is my grand in. stress. I gotta clock in and shoot some motherfuckers. <laughs> I play at night, sometimes during bathroom breaks. That's that's. that's Wait, you don't, you don't go to the bathroom and play the game, and then come back to the show, do you? No, never. That'd be weird. weird. That would be weird. Yeah. All Shout right. Give me, dog. Give me, yeah, give me a quick beer review. Uh, Dogfish had sixty-nine IPA. Oh my gosh. Um, there's a ninety-minute. There's a whole bunch of shit, but this is a classic. It's a it's a well made IPA. Um, it's a little it's a little strong, so you you got to be an IPA drinker. This can't be your first rodeo with an IPA, uh, but I give it a solid seven point six. Seven point six, well done. Yeah. So you're not really an IPA guy either. You're par- more partial to like the stouts, the sweet stouts, the uh, porters, the dark stuff. Those are my favorites, but I dabble in fucking quality, and um, I like IPAs sometimes. Um, it's very refreshing. I think. Now, if you get so, the chance and you see it on tap somewhere, do try either the ninety or the one twenty. Oh, I've done both. Oh my good god, it's worth yeah. like it's worth one. It's like fifteen dollars in a in a bar. <laughs> oh fuck you up, bro. Those are some strong ass beers. That's the other thing with IPAs; they don't fuck around. No sir. No, sir. That's probably one of the better IPAs I've had too. It's weird that it's that way. Um, the higher content, the higher, um, just, it, it just takes more time to make it. And that's why it's more expensive or it's more, you know, they, they can't make it on Moss because it's, it takes longer to make it. I have, that's what the minutes have to do, right? Yeah, that's that's right. what the they 60 boil minute it. means. They boil the beer for that much more time. And that's what reduces the water and in, increases the alcohol content. Well, there's your today's science lesson. There you go. And on the other half of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum, I have Yingling Flight, which is their newer ultralight. I think this came out over the summer. 95 calories, but the same amount of alcohol as like a regular Yingling. So Michelob's I like enemy. it. How is it? It's good. It's good. I would say it's better than like a Mick Ultra. Probably not as good as like a um, uh, the Blue Moon Ultralight. I think it's called Light Sky. Is that your favorite one in the light uh, category? It's it's a wheat based, you know, ultralight. Okay. So I so mean, it's, it's got a lot of flavor. Oh my gosh, yeah, and you can't it's tell you're not that ultralight. water shit. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I like the flight. It was a buy one twelve pack, get one free at Publix this week. So shout out to Publix with those awesome go go deals. Uh, <laughs> in sponsor also, news, I have sent out an email. Um, to a cbd company so all right crossing my fingers that hopefully that is in the works because mm-hmm. i've seen them advertise on all types of podcasts and um 
it was finally timed. But no customer. You were, you were going to say? No, I was just going to say no customer is uh, too far away because we have exactly. a new team member or two out in uh, Victoria, Australia. Shout out to you guys down south, down on down at Shout uh, out to Duluth, Minnesota on, you know, up there in the cold stay warm folks. And also Lady Lake, Florida. I think that's somewhere in like uh, West central, I guess, down by Tampa. Not really sure. Not too far from us. I have heard of Lady Lake. Lady Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the new listeners. We can't, we do this for you guys. And um, every time we see the numbers increase, it just, uh, it's a good feeling. So we appreciate it. Yeah. And we're waiting on some, some new feedback. So if you guys get the chance, drop by our show on anchor and leave us a message and we can play it on the air and, you know, analyze your feedback from the last show. Or if you want to, you know, contact us in any other way, then uh, do what Juan said and reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. And we'll get back at you. Good, bad, the other, we don't give a fuck. Just hit us up, show us some love and uh, we'll definitely. Yeah. yeah you can do that. <laughs> show us some love come on baby all right have you seen any uh good movies or tv shows or read anything that interested you this week um i went back with the girlfriend and we just started re-watching some marvel movies okay um shout out to the tv show though which is it was not bad uh, before again to the marvel movies because everybody's already done that um we tried the apple streaming service Mm -hmm. and two shows on there they were very easy to go through and they weren't bad um one was the i already forgot the name Uh the soccer the soccer coach so the lasso yeah fucking lasso is awesome i I love the actor jason sudeikis i love sudeikis i was gonna say um he makes it fun the quick synopsis is basically uh, a lady divorces her husband. She gets the English Premier Soccer team, and she hires an American football coach, college football coach, to become the coach. And she kind of does it on purpose because she wants to fuck over the husband. But Lasso is a great character. Like he's like <laughs> he's a good old country boy. That's a that's a great character, and it's cute. Like it's a good show to watch with your girl. Um, it's it's not bad, especially if you like soccer. Does he, uh, or is it set in the present day or is it like pretty much they have, and they have like some premier teams on there. Manchester United, Manchester, Man City is like the real big team that is like the, it's one of the plots and stuff like that. Um, so it has good writing, decent writing. Uh, the acting was good. It's a fun show. Uh, it's definitely family. You can, you can watch it with the whole family, I think. Uh, so I would recommend it. It's not, it's not a bad show. And then the other one was, um, Something Quest. Something <laughs> the guy Quest. From, the guy from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. The main actor, about. creator. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. he works at a video. He, he invented a video game that's like um, those role-playing games that are very popular with some nerds in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> RP, whatever. What are they called? Real? LARP, LARPing? No, is that what it is? Live action <laughs> no, role play? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is think like so. role playing, but crossed over into like real life type thing. Yeah, yeah and um, good show. It's I, I like that kind of stuff. It's a little dorky, but I'm a little dorky, so I enjoyed it. It's, it's not bad. From what I've seen of it, it's very funny. And it's not it something is funny. you need to really like know about to get into. Kind of like that movie, was it Role Models? Um, 
I, just I love role models. Hilarious. I love, I saw that in the theaters. Yes. Yes. I remember seeing role models in the theaters. That, that, that has an actor that is no longer doing shit. That really? was in every. Who's that? Sean William Scott? Sean Williams fucking Scott. Where's he doing? Uh, you know, he does a, a film here and there. Not really wanting for anything. I read an uh, interview. I think it was from like Slate or something with with him a couple years ago. And he was like, yeah, I'm really just living my life. You know, it's kind of like being a middle class actor. And I'm kind of okay with that. You know, he works when he needs to or like when he wants to and just travels and enjoys his life. Doesn't really have to make a, a red carpet appearance or anything like that. But Shout still, out to if, if he wants to work and he wants to star, then he can do a, a movie and then go home and, you know, not work for a month or so. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm glad that he made it out of the uh, the role of, um, what's his name, in American Pie? American Pie, uh, Stifler. Stifler, yeah. The like, <laughs> like Crocod- the guy that played Crocodile Dundee, he could never get another acting job because everybody thought he's Crocodile Dundee. That's and, all he uh, needed to be. There's a new one of those, called. actually. There's a new heard, Crocodile Dundee movie. That guy's not dead. I thought he was dead. I heard he hates I'm not it, kidding. <laughs> not kidding at all. <laughs> I heard, I heard. No, you're right. What about yourself? Any new books? Finishing uh, up any? Yeah, I, I have not been reading as much this week. I've uh, just been working on some Six Sigma stuff. And uh, work has been very busy for some reason. I've been going like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. like every day for the last couple of weeks, just trying to get a couple of projects off the ground. Hopefully it'll get a little easier. Um, but uh, that's what happens when you're the only person that's doing what you're doing. <laughs> it's good to be in demand, right? <laughs> just don't oh, drop yeah. any balls. Um, yeah, so I haven't really been reading much, but uh, there's a, a movie that came out a couple of days ago to like, um, you know, on demand or whatever. And I, I started, I saw a preview for it about a year ago. Cause it, it premiered at uh, like Toronto or fantastic fest or one of these kind of smaller uh, film festivals called synchronic. Have you heard of synchronic? I have not heard of synchronic. Tell me about it. Uh, well, I can't tell you too much about it. Cause that's half the fun. It's like this, okay. it's like this kind of mystery and it's set in new Orleans. So that was like one of the first things that piqued my interest. It's got Anthony Mackie, which you probably know from everything. <laughs> You know, he's the uh, he plays um, one of the characters from like the Captain America side of the uh, the Marvel movies. Oh, hell yeah. He's the, the, the Falcon. The Falcon. Yeah. Thank you for filling in the blank for me because I couldn't remember what what his what he went by, because I think they've just referenced him by like his first name. A lot of the times in the movie, I'm like, <laughs> like what's this guy supposed to be again? <laughs> I like I like Anthony Mackie. I was, was actually great I was recommended a movie with him and. And and uh, Samuel Jackson. Okay. Do you remember the name of that one? That's also an Apple. It's about how it's. I think it takes place in the '60s, and it's about two black businessmen trying to enter the world of banking and um, real estate. It's got a lot of twists and turns, mm-hmm. and they got to use like a white guy as their face. Ben so uh, <laughs> no, it's actually it is a known white guy. White guy. I, your um, games. <laughs> Anthony Mackie and Samuel Jackson. I'll tell you the name of the movie right now. I was going to say, I'll have to check that out. It's called The Banker. The Banker. Okay. It's, so it's a 2020 easy, drama. 2020 drama. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'll check that out for sure. Uh, it sounds good. I think we have access to Apple Plus. I can't remember. I think I think Nicole gets it from, um, or we get it from our, our cell phone plan, like our Verizon plan. So I think they do. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but anyway, back to this movie, Synchronic. Um, so it's set it's set in New Orleans, and it's about this pair of paramedics who start finding these really weird deaths around the city, and the only link between them is like this wrapper of a synthetic drug. It's like a little pill wrapper, whatever, and. So they have to, one of them, the Anthony Mackie character is like, I got to find out what's going on Uh, because he has this fascination, even though he's just a paramedic or he's a paramedic, he has a fascination with like physics and, you know, science and things like that. So he's like, let me investigate. Let me find out what's going on. So I haven't watched it yet, but it's like this, it's like a science fiction movie. So there's, there's mystery. There's, you know, something else that has to do with this mysterious synthetic drug and, uh, I'm excited about watching and I haven't watched it yet. So seek you out synchronic listeners, wherever you are across the world, it's on demand. What, what platform did you, uh, I have, like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm pretty sure you can rent it on anything like, uh, not on Netflix, but probably on like Amazon or Hulu or, um, uh, where you have to drop some cheddar. You probably you know, need to just spend like $5. I think, you know, you can probably watch it on your cable box or whatever, whoever you feel like paying, but um, the reason I heard about the movie was because it's from a, a pair of directors who have been working together since college. And so I like that. they've got like three movies under their belt and I've seen all three of them. Any and of the other ones memorable? All of them because they're amazing. I like to hear that. Yeah. So that's, that's why I was like, oh, what are these guys doing? It sounds like something I'd be interested in. And so there is kind of like this thread that it's like a science fiction slash like horror type thing with these three movies, but they're all very, very different. It's almost like a trilogy with a very, very loose kind of connection. The first one, you can I like that. Yeah, I, I know. It's like really, really creative to like build your own universe. You know, it's almost it's kind like of a, what um, Unbreakable was doing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weren't they supposed to tie him up with some other movie, I, right. which I never saw? That's right. I, I have seen all but the last one of those that or the guy movie. can fucking yeah walk on walls and shit yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i but, never um, saw that one but that is actually going to be added to my list i want to see that okay yeah i think that's a good idea definitely fill in the blanks with that with that series to, but, to um, add on what you were just saying really quick sorry to interrupt no, it's okay. thought, right i think it's fucking awesome the background of the two guys that directed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dream since I was probably second grade and we got introduced to pen pals and this is before social media. It always used to bother me that my close friends, like I'm someone that always had close friends in every yeah. grade um, that I wasn't going to know them in the future. So the ability, a dream of mine was to always create something, have, else. create something that with someone that, you know, that close someone that, you've known for a long time mm-hmm. you've probably done some crazy shit with and just there's nothing that can beat that type of balance of of um having a personal life with someone and then being able to work together with someone it could be a nightmare too at the same time yeah because they don't ever work rather have. You know. I, I, <laughs> it's like your dark side i just, I just <laughs> lost one of my best friends doing that but i'm just saying that um it was always my then that was part of the dream in that project yeah. Shout out to director Salado. (laughs) (laughs) But my point is, is that um, hearing from you that they've made other good films, it makes me really happy that someone got to accomplish that. That that I think is fucking awesome. Yeah. And again, these are like kind of small movies, like indie movies. So don't expect to 
you know, th there may have been a limited theatrical release for a lot of these things, but it's like critical acclaim. It's like they're just hitting their stride and they've been doing it for like 10, 15 years. So um, the first movie in that, that trilogy that you can go see on Amazon Prime is called Resolution. And this is probably like the, uh, the kind of like the stranger, but more of the like understandable strange, I guess you could say. Um, it's this this story about a, uh, a drug user who decides to kind of go on a self-imposed exile. So he goes out to a house in like kind of rural California. And then his buddy, like his best friend who doesn't want to see him like, you know, shoot up to death, like use drugs consistently so much that he dies. He, he decides to go out and like do a self-imposed intervention. So he shows up with like um, with everything they would need to survive isolated from society for like a week or 10 days or something. And they end up not being able to leave the house because of something that's unknown, some kind of like otherworldly force. Oh, and so it ends up being this exile for the two of them. Okay. So they're in it together. And like before it was like one guy trying to pin the other guy to the wall saying, you got to get your life together because I care about you and I don't want you to die. You're my best friend. And they end up having to like face the, some kind of like big force that keeps them apart from everything else going back to normal. So that was the first one. And the, uh, the second one is called spring. And I think we may have talked about it a long time ago and it's like this like romance. So a guy, a guy gets in a bar fight after his mother dies. So he goes to the funeral and he goes to the bar and he gets in a bar fight with a stranger hurts the guy real bad. And then he has to like, leave. he decides he's going to leave the country because he's like, oh, I don't feel like dealing with the police. So I'll just like book a flight to anywhere. Where's where's cool? Where's a good place to go? Where's a good place to vacation? So he goes to Italy and he meets this girl who's like the most gorgeous girl he's ever met. And she speaks like 20 languages and she knows all this crazy stuff about history and like art. Turns out she's not a normal person. There's some, she has this crazy secret. And so that ends up being this like kind of science fiction, almost horror type twist. So that's right. a really, really strong entry. Just give us the two titles again. Okay. The first one is called Resolution. Resolution. You can watch that on, yeah, you can watch that one on Prime. Amazon. Okay. And the uh, second one? Spring. Spring is the name Spring. of that one. And you can and watch then, that one on Prime as well. And the, the third one, What's that? I was going to say Tetron. What did you call it? The third one? Synchronic is the movie that just. Synchronic. Synchronic, yeah. I don't like the chronic, but synchronic. Yeah. And the uh, the other movie is called The Endless. And that. Oh, there's four total. Okay. Four total now. <laughs> Got it. Got it. And uh, The Endless is it's about these two guys that are brothers, and it ends up actually being the directors of a movie and several of these movies. They. Uh, they're survivors of being in this like death cult. Like they got out and then they, they receive like this, this videotape, not like a they didn't drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Not. Yeah. They didn't drink the Kool-Aid. They got out. They receive this, this videotape. It's not like a, a CD or an email, but it's like a tape and it comes to their house and it's from the cult, but it's dated like yesterday, except they escaped the cult. 20 years ago and the people in the tape all look the same age 
that's a huge mystery. So they're like, we got to go investigate. We got to go check it out. One of them's like, no, let's not do it. And the other guy's like, I want to go check it out. So they go, oh, I think I've seen that one, yeah? dude. I think I have seen that one where they go back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember that shit. So like, it turns the, out, it turns out they're like in mount, they're like in a desert mountain area, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. It turns out that's that. They're, I can't believe I've seen it. They're from like they're featured in Resolution in the first movie. They're like a tiny, tiny subplot in the first one, and there's footage from the first movie in the third one, and it's not like supposed to be a sequel. But then if you didn't see the first one, you wouldn't know anything about the second one. I wouldn't have known one. anything about it because I've seen that one. I've seen that movie. Yeah. So go back and complete. There's shit in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, okay. So it, it's, at, it's at least resonating with one person. Seek, seek out that, that series of movies because I think. It so you have to see it in order. I wouldn't because I think I saw it before I saw Resolution. <laughs> I think I saw Spring first now that I think about it. These all came out in the last like seven or eight years. So it's it's a body of work that like they've clearly been thinking about and you know taking the time to write out the story. It's not a coincidence that there are things that are together. I remember not hating it. I remember <laughs> thinking, okay, that was different. That was different. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely interesting. Different. And there was wonder, a chick. You wonder remember that kind of thing would would take off if if more people knew people knew about it, you know, before and of course before you know COVID. If it happens bro like look at donnie darko like yeah, that took no. years to become mm-hmm. like i had a girlfriend that fucking took a college course on donnie darko mm-hmm. which i thought was ridiculous like first of all why why is that a college course you have to pay for <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's so it's such a like meaning that these movies can end up being that that type of you know if they're if they're if they're meant to do what they're supposed to do it, sometimes it takes time donnie darko was not a hit when it came out no, it wasn't. It, it's a, it's a it was not classic. at all. It's a cult fucking classic. It's one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. Shout out to Donnie Darko. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Richard Kelly? I don't think he's made name? another movie. No, he has made another movie, but it was a terrible bomb. I don't think he's he's made a third movie. <laughs> it, his, his career had like the opposite trajectory. He went from from uh, like most people start out directing like music videos or student films and he just like right out of the gate made his magnum opus and now he's doing like commercials <laughs> and poor guy poor guy all right but hey so he's got that. donnie under his belt what's that i said he's got donnie under his belt so all right <laughs> what do you have in the vein of sports for us this week uh well, sports. We have NFL playoffs. Uh, shout out to Tom Brady. Shout out to the Saints. We got one of the oh, biggest shit. Saints fans. Uh, if you guys don't know, or your first Sunday in the center, Dome. One of the Sunday. biggest Saints fan in the world is Trevor. Um, so shout out to those two. Oh, those two play against each yes, other. So that's got to be. That's why. That's got to be. That's why you've seen this games. Yeah, that History Channel meme that you've seen going around. Yes. Yes, that's great. Morgan Freeman narrating. <laughs> that's great. Hey, I have no uh, dog in that race. Oh, you love Tom race. Brady. You want I him fucking to love Tom Brady, but I respect the shit out of Drew Brees and I respect the Saints. So let the best team win is how I feel about that. Yes, son. Um, well, we know it's not going to be a, a Steelers Bucks or Steelers versus Brady for the record. I know your wife's a Steelers fan, but I was kind of happy to see them lose. Well, it was terrible. It was a, I mean, we got, we got home from hanging out with some friends 
um, like halfway through the first quarter and it was already a 14, nothing lead. Oh, so you didn't even see that first touchdown. No, no. <laughs> and, and, then, and then by the time I like, I turn around, I'm doing something else. I'm like giving, giving our kid a bath or something. And I, I come back out and I'm like, shit, it's, it's 21, nothing. And my wife is like, yeah. she's like drinking to get drunk. <laughs> like, yeah, this like, is not a drill. Hell? This is not a drill. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck. I hate Pittsburgh. Um, I am happy for the Browns. I live with the Browns. Fucking fan from Cleveland, and uh, shout out to Tyler. So I am very happy for them. I hope they beat fucking Kansas City. I don't give a fuck. I hope the Browns keep going because that shit's hilarious. I think it's going to be Kansas City and New Orleans in the Super Bowl. I think you might be right, man. The rematch. You might be. You might be absolutely right. And if that's the case, I would definitely cheer for New Orleans. I know one of my best friends. Public best friends is a huge Kansas City fan. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you a quick side story. Is growing up as an immigrant in New Jersey, I always thought this was special to me, but it happened to a lot of kids, and probably not just our immigrants, but you you being part of a new culture with different sports that's not just soccer and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what's going on. So what happens is your parents. And usually it's something on sale, right? Because they're falling <laughs> on the budget. They get you right. a sports jacket. Mine was like the Charlotte Hornets. And it was beautiful. Like those Charlotte Hornet colors, I love. Where My friend that lives in Arizona, shout out to Dave, um, he got a Kansas City jacket as a gift. No one knows it, fucking. But that's who had he, he ever lived in Canada? No, he lived no. In- <laughs> it was just what they had. No, they just that's just what they that's what was on sale. <laughs> so he has been Andy a hardcore read. <laughs> and to be honest, I've heard this story with Cowboys fans, I've heard it all across the board. Oh, yeah, but I am sure. one of those people. Um, so he's a huge Kansas City fan just because of a jacket that you got as a kid because that's what was on sale, and um, so. Even awesome. though that's one of my best friends, I still would rather the Saints win uh, if that's the case. But it's going to be a hard task, man. You're taking I agree. on. I agree. Tommy Tommy Buns is Tommy. one of the greatest. <laughs> Tom <One> of, Brady. <laughs> to me, hands down, undebatable, the best quarterback that's ever played. Is he at his prime? Absolutely not. So, you know, but sometimes you know, it's going to be a great game. You got to decide when is the right time to get out, and he's gonna he's gonna decide when he wants to decide. Is your schedule open to be watching that live? Meaning, are you going to be watching that game, or you're just gonna catch the score? I I don't know. I think we're gonna try to do something. Um, I I think it's like a close to seven p.m. It's like the the second. Is that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to get back with you on that. And the last sports thing, and sorry to just keep sticking on football, um, the Jaguars are getting urban legend. It's pretty much official. Urban Myers. Um, yes. Urban and <laughs> he is one of the most hated and also the most loved coach. It was a no-brainer for him to come to the Jaguars. The Jaguars are going to be a Super Bowl team. Finally. Yeah? Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck you think yeah. going to go with you or pick somebody new? We're getting the first pick. We're getting sunshine. I know, but they might not take him. Like you said before, uh, last week, they still find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> what? Dude, if 
dude, that state. They, they were like, were, no, we're they, rebuilding for another two years. <laughs> the the <laughs> rush on the Capitol would would not have shit as in the rush on that stadium if they did. <laughs> they would yeah. burn it down. Yeah, they would it's burn that motherfucker to the ground, dude. Now we have <laughs> we have one of the richest owners in football who has unlimited fucking money and like I've told them this podcast before he is an immigrant a Pakistani heritage came to this country washing dishes yep. made it all the way to owning a football team which was his dream shout out to Khan and the Khan family and he has said basically that money's not an issue for him to take the Jaguars to where they need to go right so on. he's making the moves he's doing it. he's bringing in the coach all right, all right. And the team. I'm, I'm excited, excited about the Jags I think the worst thing they did was trade away Bortles but I'm biased <laughs> I, I used to like Boros, but then I've seen him do some stupid shit. Where I'm just like, I mean, he hats off to rumor, him if he ends up actually beating the uh, the Packers. <laughs> I want that to happen. I want to face Bortles in the Superdome. <laughs> Wait, where where is he right now? Who signed him? He's uh, like the third string for the Rams. They signed oh, okay. him off of the uh, the Broncos practice squad a couple weeks ago after Jared Goff. The Rams had him before. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they let him go. Stop it. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 the sports talk for the week, unless you have anything else to I was just gonna say shout out to Bama. Uh, they have the like eighteen national championships and that's seven for Saban. He got six with Alabama now and he, he had one with LSU, so he's got the record for for national championships for one coach. Nick Saban's the greatest college football coach that has ever lived. Ever lived. <laughs> he has he has the button in his desk where it's an intimidation button, in my opinion, where he can close the doors behind you when he has <laughs> a player inside from his desk. Right on. I think that's gangster spark. Um, yeah, college football is garbage to me right now, so I, I that's why I didn't even mention it, but yeah, I – a lot of people, a lot of the SJWs were furious that Alabama kids celebrated the win. Yeah. Did well, you I see mean, that? Yeah, of course I did. The crowd. And my brother was funny because he, you know, he's a, a frontline healthcare provider. He's like, guess what? These thousands of people in Alabama, they're not being banned from getting on a flight right now. Just so you know, buckle up, America. <laughs> <laughs> So far, that's a great segue. <laughs> um, into the, the headline queens, if you wouldn't mind. I, you brought it up organically, so I had to take advantage of it. I know I said segue, I'm not supposed to, but no, we, we can always say segue, bro. So I do have some headline queens today. The digital uh, immunization passport. Did you hear about this? Dude, I have heard about it. I did not read the article. Did you read the article? Uh, well, I tried not to, but the first or second line of it talking about a group of medical and tech outfits getting together to make a, a public benefit so that people could get back to work and school and travel like normal again. So Microsoft, Oracle, Mayo Clinic, and more are creating a digital identifier for people who have had two doses of the coronavirus vaccine so that they can travel and go back to work and go back to school. As a headline queen, the first thing I would think about is the original conspiracy theories that came out oh, right early Everything. early in march mm-hmm. that's exactly what they said we talked about it like as soon as we'll have <laughs> yeah you will have to have an id you have to show your papers back to show your paper style yeah and show your, your papers your gold star you said it awesome uh-huh. hell yeah you got to show your star david you got to show that you have the shot 
to do stuff um, deeper in the conspiracy. It's basically the West version of the social credit scores that the Chinese have. Um, Isn't everybody who's not government, though, just the same over there? Isn't everybody? Ah, dude. No. No? I saw saw a special (laughs) on that, bro. There's some communities where it it is fucked up, dude. It can affect your work. It can affect if you can take public transportation. Mm-hmm. Are you, are, were, were you just talking about China or Asia? Yeah, that's the only place no, that I China know is, that has social credit scores. China is fucking crazy, bro, because they push for a snitch system. Like you can gain points for snitching too. Yep. If someone's like not doing what they're supposed that. to be doing. There's yep. whole entire communities just on these social scores. You're not allowed out at certain times. You're not allowed to use fucking internet. Like, there's all types of crazy shit. And that was wow. a legitimate story, not not uh, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. That was 100%. They went into a no, fucking it's true. small city. Like, nobody is denying that. It is 100% true. <laughs> yeah, it's not just work. It's it. It was crazy, bro. Like, you you can be fucked where you can't you can't ride a bus uh for people that don't have a car yeah crazy it is because everybody rides a bus everybody who like doesn't have a car rides a bus in in orlando you know it's like (laughs) exactly that's not their only option here (laughs) exactly um but back to the story at hand um it's kind of nuts bro because they're they're all collaborating with the airlines and you know they're it's this is going to be a thing I, i have a feeling it is going to be a thing can you correct me if I'm wrong? Isn't it still that if you're like under 70, it's a less than 1% death rate? I don't know. I'm really not sure. I think they it has, have, they have seen those numbers for those over 65, which I can't see all that much between 65 and 70 as far as like the, the health uh, concerns. But, you know, I'm now not- I love, I love my senior citizens. I mean, like my grandparents to me are, you know, they're, they're some of the most important people in my life. Now, the question that is debatable is all these extra measures to people that aren't in that risk zone, is that worth it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been the debate from the start. and From the start, right? And, you know, to quote Cuomo, he's like, if it saves one life. And I'm like, that's very, you know, it's very noble for that one life that won't be saved. <laughs> Because you moved everybody into nursing homes. Yeah, that piece of shit killed a whole bunch of people, dude. And he wrote a book while they were dying. That's fucking nuts, dude. Ultimate, like, fail upward. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, at first, the shining, the, the, the shining knights, the white knights of this pandemic, because everybody hates Trump in the media, was that Cuomo and Newsom, our future presidential contenders on the way they to are. handle the pandemic. They are. Even if Newsom gets recalled, it's the same thing. No, he's I, I don't, he's gonna I don't have see, that on his record. I don't see Cuomo backing down. He's gonna leave office at some point when he wants to. Uh and he'll he'll parlay that or this last year or so directly into a run. Even, you know, against the science and the statistics of all the people that died because of his policies and all the people that lost jobs and all that. He's, he, will still, he will still have a push. And you know what people are going to hammer him on? Exactly that. <laughs> that is fucking nuts. Crazy and, um, I would not recommend that for him. I wouldn't do it, but hey, maybe that that uh, that train's left the station. If he really wanted to jump in six months ago, he could probably be president-elect now. 
He would have done better than the fucking mayor of New York, which shout out to Andrew <laughs> no, Yang. <laughs> Andrew Yang announcing he's going to run for that Yang, position. I'm on board. Let him do I'm, that. Let him, let him hey. take the rot and the garbage of New York City that is dying. Like the city is having real problems. Let's see how math can solve that. Hey, we'll see. Bring the robots in. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Division. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Now that we're fully like two feet into politics, I got like four, let's do three and a half major stories. Uh, first one from Washington Post. Uh, Eugene Robinson wondered Tuesday morning, there are millions of Americans, almost all white, almost all Republicans, who somehow need to be deprogrammed. It's as if they're members of a cult. How are we going to start with this? Says a cult member that thought that Russian collusion was real. So right. I, I just can't take these people serious. Like I just can't. Obviously, right now, the the all the momentum. If this is a football game, a basketball game, we're going into the fourth quarter, and the other team not only tied it, they took the lead after being down by a lot. And that is what I mean by the blue team. And they have all the momentum, and they are not going to let the foot off the gas they are in full fucking attack mode (laughs) they are in attack mode yeah shout out to blue team because you guys are fucking ruthless fucking crushing it right now just gang they go high we go low no fuck that they're they're down (laughs) they want to they want to fucking put you in camp line up for your two thousand dollar checks a month every month dude shout out to rokana so so that that to me is a non-story it's just more uh sense sense yeah pretty much okay all right it's it's people with a bias pushing their bias and attacking the other side with full force well speaking of attacking the other side with full force here's a guy that doesn't really attack anybody with much force but he'll attack everybody with a little bit of force i'm talking about matthew mcconaughey now i i talked about his book on a previous show and recommended it green lights is what it's called get it anywhere you get books Get a used copy if you want, because it's only like 280 pages. But it is a very great read about somebody who, you know, has no pretense. I mean, he's the kind of guy you can walk up to and have a conversation with, have a beer with. Uh, He'd probably like he'd probably like invite you to his house if you talk to him long enough. That's the kind of like personable guy this is. And he has had some kind of a predilection in the last few years with associating himself with other kind of like centrists politically um people that are more libertarian than anything else uh joe rogan's one of them uh um what's the guy's name uh jordan Old peterson school? jordan peterson the uh, canadian like college professor yeah, I know jordan very well <laughs> he's, he's huge with free speech which is why i knew you would love it and he he uh mcconaughey he's being slandered by the daily beast this week about how he's been associating himself with these people that are also big they are admired by uh you know alt-right or right-leaning people Gordon peterson is fucking hated bro i got into a heated conversation about him he is a birthday he's canadian by the way yeah like two or three weeks ago i got into a heated debate about him and i had to fucking well what happened what happened with that it, it was at a birthday dinner and um somehow he came up and then mm-hmm. they were just talking shit and i had to just lay the smack down I'm like you know what he was fighting for why he's famous right. and shit his whole entire uh, claim to fame was that he put up a hard fight when canada was going to pass laws 
with force right that made you have to understand this new um not just transgender yeah, yeah the non yeah, yeah the language and my whole point that i made it's like i'm not going to use like, these pronouns that don't fit yeah and it's like <laughs> and he, 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 doesn't he even you're, you're, he even you're said like you to say something by he's by like doing. i'll do it out of respect out of to my students but i'm mm. not going to do it to someone that's just doing it to force me or for you to use force if i make a mistake that's fucking insane yeah and then it's setting just himself up there. For it. yeah how i had to point it to these people i'm like do you know how hard this is for our parents and grandparents to try to fucking understand that some people think that there's 72 genders mm. and then you're going to try to put a law on that like you're you're crazy like it takes time Right. If we're going to be in this emotional world and and for us to be acceptance, accept everybody, which respect everybody. Sure. But yeah. you can't. That's the right fucking thing. threaten with law and, and jail time and fines. That's fucking ludicrous. Like, and you can't moreover, do that. Exactly. His his point was how it was breaching. It was it was getting away from, you know, I can say what I want. It was more like I'm going to have to say what you tell me to say. That was the that was the, the root of his argument. And it's so basic and so like primal that, you know, it's hard for me to understand how somebody would not understand that and be able to reason in a non-emotional way and say, yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm not going to cave on that, but that, you know. (laughs) Well, one of the headlines that Matthew had uh, in the past few weeks was that he pleaded to the people on the left, meaning his fucking fellow actors was you don't have to make the people on the right your enemies. Mm-hmm. Be aggressively basically centrist. Plead, he, 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 he pleaded for just like, don't label them Nazis. Cause yeah. Cause I just fucking are, sure. There are some that are Nazis, but there are a lot of Democrats that are eugenicists. So. The only Nazis in the world that I've seen are in the Ukraine, in Greece, Germany. possibly Poland <laughs> still in Germany and, Ger- <laughs> and there's still some in Germany even though it's super illegal there but like in the United States we just have a whole bunch of fucking retards sorry yeah. cutards I'll call them from now on um and they're and, they uh, don't you know power. make-believe people they're they're make-believe pretenders people. they're fakes but like, when you use the word Nazi on just someone that has a difference in political ideology you are really disrespected the 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 victims of such a heinous time in our human history like it's such a disrespect and it, it's infuriating to me you don't see you, a lot of you, you don't see a lot of american jews misusing or using out of context the word nazi you don't they'll, they'll call usually, somebody uh you know they'll call somebody racist they'll call somebody um a reactionary they'll call somebody a uh, a xenophile but they won't say Nazi because that to them is personal. It's, it's a, well, to them, I don't, don't want to say it's a trigger word, but it's something that they, they treat with the same level of respect as carrying a loaded gun. They're not going to have every right to that. man. <clears throat> These people were, were, the Nazis were fucking crazy and there's nothing like that right now in the United States. There's no one trying to put groups of people in concentration camps. Oh, there's no one trying a different story. Hey, they that's the, our next the, story <laughs> go let's 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 keep going bro because if not we're going to stay on the subject and um let's just you know, a lot of talk about we can keep rolling with that um just uh remember that freedom of speech is always probably going to be a 
topic of discussion at some point with the show. I saw some people or censorship, you know, bend the knee and basically said, I'm too tired to continue fighting for freedom of speech. It's a non winning battle and it's people that I respect. And it was wild. I was wow. just like, I can't dude. I have to, I have to stick up for something like, and what I mean by stick up is like, there are online wars and sometimes I just have to call people out because it's such dangerous rhetoric. Like, I love history. That's my favorite subject since I was a child. Right. And history shows that anyone that pushes for censorship usually turns into tragedy for the people that, it's that a, fall it's under that. Grab, you know, it's a huge it's, power it's, grab. It's, it's dangerous. Asserting yourself over someone else. And but it's super dangerous. What they don't look at, Trevor, is the amount of people with guns. You're going to eventually corner people with guns into a corner that you do not want to push these people into. That's interesting. Then shit's going to take it to a next level and you don't want it to go to the next level. Yeah. The events of last week, people thought that was the next level. No, it wasn't because they didn't, that wasn't even even fucking close to the next level, bro. Those are a whole bunch of cue cards, like Antifa nerds. (laughs) The next level is you're not going to work because your coworkers have been shot. You know what I'm saying? The next level is the people that, that your block country more than their party decided to go to Washington and actually march on the Capitol and say, this is a real insurrection. Yes. We're not guns. fucking around. We will hold you hostage until you shoot us. Yes. <laughs> Do what so we our demands are met. We're going to install a dictator <laughs> of our choice. <laughs> you don't wild, want Ben bro. Shapiro as president, guys. Stop pushing. Okay. <laughs> it's I mean, going to happen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like you guys, you guys, and what I mean by that is blue team right now has the full gas pedal hitting the floor. Just the and, way they did in 2008. And you know what? Tea like, Party 2 is It's different. It's different, bro, because tea, these are, you guys are now taking away speech from these people. It's anything. The most important thing is sunlight like exposes everything or something. I forgot how the saying the goes. disinfectant. The best disinfectant. Let these people, let's label them. Let's know who they are. But when you push them underground, when you push them underground, when you push ideas underground, especially in this fucking country that has more guns than people, probably more than double, triple, who the fuck knows? You guys are nuts. You guys are asking for fucking tragedies all over the place. When your block is fucking, you can't drive this way because now it's controlled by some militia. Come on. We don't... You guys are going to... It's not Iraq. It's it's not fun. It's not a video game. It's not a movie. But history, it tends to repeat itself, right? We're, we're like, we have a lot of the same habits. Even though iPhones and cell phones and technology and computers are all advancing, mm-hmm. we're still, we still go to war to make peace. We're still fucking savage monkeys, mm-hmm. pink monkeys, oh. black monkeys, brown monkeys. We monkeys. are still fucking animals with guns now so i'm just saying just be careful man love one another is the message planet of the apes <laughs> let's go to the next story dude. <laughs> my last story and it doesn't have to be the last one of this conversation but out in cupertino california which has a very 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 posh area around it uh the median household income is about one hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars and the average home price is well over a milli. Um, 
third graders at Meyer Holes Elementary, I hope I'm pronouncing Meyer Holes correctly, uh, were given a lesson in math class where they had to analyze their power and privilege and uh, give a score for it along with an essay. And the lesson included excerpts from How to Be an Anti-Racist from Ibram X. Kendi. You probably know who that is. So six couples who have children in the school uh, led by an, a Chinese-American mother I think uh, who fled China because of its family-destroying policies God, I love organized her. to call out the teacher for teaching my eight-year-old racism. And their intent, of course, was to bring the complaint to the school board. And the school's principal, of course, said that critical race theory was not part of the curriculum. Oh, but it for was real? I thought you were going to tell me that the principal was going to fight her. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Who, I'm actually... who knows what's going to happen with that? But that's probably the biggest profile story I've seen. The, the earliest that the indoctrination of Americans can happen. The other part of, of this funny story, not funny story, but the, the funny part of this story that is also a story uh, is that that particular elementary school in that particular part of Cupertino is like mostly Asian American. They're the, it's like 90% Asian American. And so for them to be taught critical race theory and to be, uh, you know, given a, an assignment in math class to, you know, to categorize their privilege. I don't, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't know where the next step would be if they didn't. I would, <clears throat> I was just gonna say, I would curse out that fucking teacher as badly as I wanted to curse out everyone at eBay. Worse. <laughs> that's eBay. fucking nuts, eBay. dude. <laughs> no, but that's nuts that, um, and not not shocking, not surprising, is that there was it goes back to like Solinsky. It goes back to like Solinsky, this has yeah. been this has been a, a game plan that I will give credit to Blue Team because smart. they've been working They're on this smart. for fucking decades. You gotta bro. divide people. You gotta divide people in any way that you can. And the easiest way to do it is by race, gender, socioeconomic status, things that are hard to change, right? You put people in groups, you divide them, and then you find some way to find a common enemy, somebody that you can focus all that differential, some all that difference, and put put the blame on somebody else for their their hard times. White people, it's got to be white people. And it goes in this back case, to the Asian people. In this case, the Asian people, are <laughs> the target. What, that story, and and. I know we're, we're running out of time, but that story um, goes all the way back to the Frankfurt School in Germany. Yeah. When all these fucking Marxists left Germany because of Hitler, even though he's a fucking socialist, they went to California and they realized that in the United States, it couldn't be about rich or poor because life was so good here yeah. that that wouldn't exactly. work here. So what they had to switch it to was class and now it's about power. Yep. It's the redistribution of power to different classes and groups of people. Straight and up Marxism. It is, bro. And, and what I said, what I give credit to that blue team, because that's who they are, is you guys have had this in play for a while. You knew that people wouldn't just accept this. So you have to indoctrinate people. So what do you do? You take over 
you you infiltrate, especially since they moved to California, you infiltrate Hollywood and movies and entertainment, and then you infiltrate education. So these people have young. been exactly, and and then you just program them from a from an early age in all aspects, from entertainment to what you see at home, um, down to what you're being taught. The only issue has been parents, and now there's people saying that they're pushing for like the state to have mandatory teachings on your kids. Mm-hmm. That parent, you know, there's, there's been those battles for a few years, but um, the foot, the gas is down, dude. They're, they're fucking going for it, bro. I'm telling you between, <laughs> now, between now and uh, January, 2023, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's probably going to be floated. I don't know that that much will change as our president elect has said, nothing will fundamentally change. And then, you know, we've got a somewhat, diluted down uh green new deal we've got you know two thousand dollars a month for everybody until covid's over we've got a lot of things that wouldn't very easily pass in a divided cabinet so we're going to see a lot of things either happen or come close to happening with a, an all uh, democratic uh, government it'll be wild because he is center left warhawk i would call him yeah and um yeah he's not like an extreme progressive or an extreme Marxist or anything like that. So maybe, maybe he'll do some good and fight some of that shit off. Who knows? But I also see him as a, as a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say a bitch in the sense that he'll probably cave, <laughs> that, cave to pressure. Out right out. <laughs> no, I was going to say something else, but he's that's the nicest word. He's a figure. Yeah, he's, he's a stalwart. He's a, you know, he doesn't have to have an opinion because there's a lot of opinions on that side that they can, petition him and say this is what i think we should do and it doesn't matter if it's a popular opinion or not because it's not his it's just an advisor or it's it's somebody on that team so they can they can try to you know influence him and you know get past a veto that way so but ultimately it'll be interesting because this this guy this this man that we've seen as having you know cognitive issues in the past with finishing undeniably yeah yeah undeniably and he's going to like be seen for some of the most um significant change in policy in several years and further than that if he does have both houses of congress send him a bill that he fundamentally disagrees with because it's too it's either too politically damaging or it's too radical for even him and he's got to shoot it down. He has to go to war with his own Congress after everything, after Trump. That's going to be really interesting if he actually has the stones to say, no, that's crazy. I'm not doing it. We'll see, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even want to predict shit. That's did, why we did it. <laughs> that's why I'm here for it. That's why I'm here for this show. <laughs> I did. I will give blue team credit. Um, here's the headline queen is sex work and magic mushrooms. Won't be prosecuted anymore in this Michigan County. Oh, word. So yeah. So Gretchen doing things. I doubt it's her, but it says just two <laughs> weeks into new rule as local prosecutor in Michigan, Eli Savo is already reforming the system. So shout out to Eli. Uh, I will give that to the progressives is um, they are taking some stances on substances that really haven't proven to have that much negative effects on people. If anything, they've had positive effects. Shout out to CNN study. Yeah. um, 
I I mean, we can always have a debate about that, but I I feel like if you're a fucking dork or you're hideous and the only way that you can get laid <laughs> is to pay for sex, more power to you. Like as long as you're debate, unless I'm like, oh no. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting a child. <laughs> yeah, if it's two consenting adults, um, that's the way. That's I'm what okay my wife that. and I feel about it. It's just like we're never gonna be interested in anything like that. So if it's two consenting adults and they do whatever they want and they're not hurting anyone, I'm okay with that. It's an yeah, exchange of services and money. <laughs> yeah, Damien and, Bitcoin and, bitch. <laughs> And I know there are times running up, but I was going to say that Tom Cruise reportedly buys robots to enforce COVID-19 safely on the film set. So this must have happened after his yeah, fucking rant. rant. Yeah, he had two he got weeks, robots. Two weeks. So he had to buy some robots to lay down the law. Wow, man. Brave new world. Hell yeah. Uh, we were going to have, and I think I kind of want to do it, and it's a future segment, so it's a little tease. Yeah, it's called the censorship wars, I think. Um, okay. or we'll work on the name if that's too complicated. Yeah, but that's that we are entering a censorship war battles, and that's been the headlines throughout this whole entire uh past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one I have here is Michelle Obama calls in Silicon Valley to permanently ban Trump and prevent platform abuse by future leaders. That was reported on January 7th. And guess what? It worked. Boom. <laughs> the, the real pants in the Democratic Party. <laughs> Holy shit. She's the one that allowed Jussie Smollett, Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Justice for Juicy. Never forget. She made Never forget. She made the phone call to make sure he's mm-hmm. not in trouble for fucking lying and trying to start a race war. <laughs> start start so, one. <laughs> shout out to Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. She's the most powerful yes. person in the country. <laughs> some people on the right call her Michael for some reason, but shout out to Michelle Obama. Michelle. F- fucking a general in the censorship war. Pushing you know, for censorship. My, my wife has her book on the bookshelf that hasn't touched it. I think I might read it just to get some perspective. I will never read that hot garbage. Dude. <laughs> but I, that being said, if you do read it and you're like, you will get an idea of these people's plan. And by these people, no. I mean fucking crazy progressives. I'm down to read it it's, because it's not, a lot of not, times. No, no, you wouldn't see that kind of, that, you wouldn't see that kind of material in a, you know, an Oprah book club style book. It's all platitudes. It's all like common sense mixed with feel good commentary. And, you know, she had a hundred people help her write it like every good politician. And that's why I heard so much about uh, Barack's new book. It said, it's like, this is nowhere near the caliber of dreams from my father. This is nowhere near the last several books that he put out. Just it's, it's completely corporatized. And it's just like, everybody knows this stuff. Everybody wants to know like the nitty gritty, the dirty details of your presidency you're just telling us more stories about bullshit <laughs> that's overproduced. It's like auto-tuned books. It's like <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. That's a great way of putting it. So yeah, maybe I'll read that one too and give you an honest review. Oh my god, that sounds like fucking torture. Yes, um, I did. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an audio waterboarding. <laughs> there was a. Uh... There's been a lot of arrests uh, from that capital also. So we don't, I don't really have like the list Mm -hmm. a lot and good. If you fucked around and first of all, you did a horrible job, but yeah, your interaction was shit. (laughs) It was really not good. 
the key to being normal in these crazy times is you have to stay consistent joining sides and joining teams just because it's a team even though when they're wrong and it's your team you have to call it out for what it is i always called out the extremists on in antifa which mm-hmm. most of them are yeah. i called out the but, extremists in black lives matters yeah so you, you the, called out extremists on both sides yeah these guys, idiots need to be fucking arrested this is, this is not winning any hearts and minds yeah you didn't like, even do it right going out, like, you didn't crazy. do shit you just took selfies. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. If you're, if you're gonna go for it, don't go fucking 1.0. And I'm not calling for anything. I'm just saying, like, you guys are. That's why I call them Q-tards. It was a joke, and it's unfortunate. It was a sad joke, but now it, it people achieve, were saying, "Go ahead." I was just gonna say it didn't achieve anything that wasn't already going to happen. It was just a convenient scapegoat. Never waste a good crisis. Never let a good Never crisis w- go to waste. And shout out to Blue Team because shout they are the fucking Ram legends Mendel. at that. Oh my god, they love Crisis. <laughs> They're like the new reset, all this bullshit. Um, they did catch an Antifa guy finally arrested. His name is John Sullivan, and oh, yeah, like, he is Sullivan. a huge, yeah, he's a huge he's like- Black Lives Matter person, and he was fucking tearing shit down. It said that uh, there's a video of him yelling, we can accomplish this shit. We did this together. Yeah. We're all part of history. Let's Not burn this shit down. Hat, but he was there. <laughs> Not yet. So Hardcore. Let, me, let me understand this because there's, there's of course, different opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts, right? Um, so, so Gates goes on the House floor just to kind of like keep this going a little bit longer. Uh, Gates goes on the House floor and he says, I heard it's not. It hasn't been substantiated yet, but I heard that there were Antifa people in that crowd. And then everybody's like, Gates, shut up. You're a douche. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you don't and then know. when he's proven right, they don't say, I'm sorry. Right. So there's at least one guy who was Antifa. Like There are videos. Antifa, BLM, all that stuff. There's at least one guy. So technically he was right. But <laughs> Technically, it's a technicality, but he was right. And they, yeah, there was videos even before this fucking douche got arrested with like, there's people around the Capitol. And then all of a sudden, in straight up out of an Antifa playbook, a guy just takes out a weapon and just starts bashing windows. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear this lady goes, that's Antifa, that's Antifa. And they fucking <laughs> pull him down. They tackle him to the floor. And I was like, okay, so it's, it's not black and white of what's going on there. Right. It's a lot of it's a lot- nuance, just like America. There, exactly there it's, a, it's a nuanced conversation different colors <laughs> but right now it's it's a lot of emotion of a side that have has not been able to accept a loss since hillary lost in my opinion and they are not they will not even entertain nuance right so it's it's that's weird it is it is because it's part of our it's part of our nature to try to understand one another and coexist in this country. We're the most diverse nation on earth. So if you're doing away with our ability to do that because of the way we vote or the way that we look, how do you expect us to react? We're going to get a little crazy, right? Yeah. We got guns. Like everybody's going <laughs> to realize we got guns, y'all. Yeah. Like I'm not even talking about, it. I got a bow and arrow in the garage. <laughs> keep keep pushing these fucking people bro and then you're not going to have it's not going to be as peaceful as it was it starts with like like the the relationships right between family members generationally 
and you know you start going to pta meetings and disagreeing with your kids teachers because they're teaching your fucking kids racism like that's what starts shit you know it's not i mean it's not taking a walk to the capitol building it's here at home where people really start caring about what's being taught and what's being done like right around the corner from your house right at your door this is one of the and and maybe we'll just leave it here um but jumping off what you just said it's also the huge victory that the people that infiltrated education and tv have is when you read a story or headline that says an 18 year old saw her mom her aunt and her uncle in dc video so she contacted the fbi yep yep so that tip line she sold them out to and in her mind she did the right thing she fucking not just in her mind dude in like most people's minds at least 75 million people's minds my mom told me that's how it is you got to stop putting in um so much energy into your friends because friends don't always last family does though like if you're getting if you if you go to jail if you're in some deep shit it's usually not your friend it's usually your family are you going to be the only ones there for you and a girl that's 18 whose brain isn't even fucking fully developed to be able to do that i mean just the relationship i have with my family it's so heartbreaking it's you never so take fucking wild never, never fucking take it's sides like, against your family i'm sorry that's, that's like a hard line rule never that is the rule for society like that's how people have survived for generations it's like it's so wild like you and and you know what here i see the tweet now she wrote hi mom remember the time you told me i shouldn't go to blm protest because they get violent this is you <laughs> fair enough fair she enough shared don't a be video. a hypocrite I will say that. <laughs> Don't be a fucking hypocrite. She called her out, but she is now putting her mom on maybe mom no fly, fly list, possibly charges. Yep. And I, my whole theory is that she's going to regret this when course. she has a fully developed brain in 29. Let's go interview her and let's talk to her and see if she regrets it. She may but not. Maybe back. by she's 40. Go No, go back and don't give her any slack, right? Say she she thinks she did the right thing by proving a point, which a lot of people would say, yeah, that's a gotcha. You know, your, your parents tell you something. They might lie to you because they think it's in your best interest or they might tell you to do something even though they know it's wrong just so you'll learn or that you'll stay out of trouble. Fair enough. The moment the parent gets to that point and they can't see that they're doing the same thing as the kid that they told them not to do, you know, that's... They, they should not have um, gone back on the, the, the principle of it. I agree. I would just, I can see someone being able to debate that in this sense is that. Well, if there's if no consequences at, for her, if, for the kid, the, the kid, the kid would those, probably not have gotten arrested at a BLM protest. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. People were killed. Buildings were burnt. And the media celebrated those protests. In this one, there were there was deaths, right? Yep. There was no buildings burnt. The looting was minimal. Um, important though, I can't wait to see where that Pelosi fucking laptop ends up. They brought it. Um, 
They did? Are I, you sure? That's, that's what I read. Oh my god, I, gotta, I, I haven't seen that. It. I gotta go back and see. But I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I wish it was fucking all fucking released somehow. That's yeah, she's crazy too smart. shit. That's how she survived for so long. She's too smart for that. Shout out to Pelosi. She communicates via carrier like pigeon and like like a dark a cartel lord. Yeah, <laughs> it's all that ice cream in her fridge has hidden messages in it. <laughs> yes, when you, you fucking put the mess, codes. yeah, <laughs> the secret codes and pull it out. <laughs> Hey, I would not be surprised if that ever came out. The, the messages wild. are in the ice cream. I think I, I'm gonna write that into a movie. That's a great idea. You have to. You have to. Yeah, some sort of Pelosi-like character. Oh, uh, in a, in so an age of everything being on record on your phone, that like anything on your phone, guys, it's 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 owned by some yeah, other eyes are seeing it. it. Cameras are everywhere, so you have to communicate old school style, like shit like That's that. Right. Passing messages note. burn them class passing a fucking note is now like the way to communicate that's actually private it's, it's better than signal the other thing too is do you think humans moving forward won't know what privacy is and they just accept society the way it is no i think there's going to be certain limitations to that no matter no matter what society does i think there's still going to be uh like I, I hate to go back to the word, but primal notion of privacy and that being, there watched, should be. being watched or being exposed is always going to be something, whether it's physical or not. People, like people are going to feel it and it's uncomfortable when you don't want to be seen and you're seen. It's uncomfortable. I think that there is a good portion of the population that have accepted trading off privacy for safety. Okay. Well, I mean, you could live in any major city and be subjected to cameras, right? Like street cameras or in a hotel lobby or something like that. And you didn't sign a waiver, but you're being there. So I guess that's consent. What about a tool like a phone that you know listens to you? You, again, and you they lie. To, I can't believe the they lie. You agree you, to, you the agree to the terms when you update your phone. You do, There's man. Forty we pages just take it in the ass. of new new rules that you agree to. If you, hey, if you want to use your cellular network, you need to agree to the the update terms. You sign it away. Elon is pushing that other messenger app. What's that? Did you hear that? WhatsApp. Um, no, he's Signals. against WhatsApp. Signal. Signal. Signal is it's encrypted. WhatsApp is just international use is free but signal whatsapp just changed their terms that every nerd at facebook can pretty much see your messages yeah i haven't had WhatsApp. they use, they promised so if you, for some if reason you, our fantasy football team fucking messaging was on there over to signal i mean no one's gonna be able to get football. The, yeah well i mean no it wasn't important no. i i don't get controversial on there no you should <laughs> it's the only place <laughs> you'd be controversial hell yeah I mean, I'm I'm the cartel, baby. That's right. World champions, like 2020. Shout out. Hell yeah. Shout out. All right, Playboy. It's been real. It's been Hell episode yeah. 32. It's the second impeachment week special. <laughs> and like I said, I think our next episode, with any luck at all, will be a live one where we get back to our roots somewhere at a brewery in Orlando. You might not know it, but you might. Maybe. Maybe we'll go somewhere. Yeah. New and we'll keep it real. Maybe a bite. We got to rate some food again because the people love our scoring system. They know we have good taste. We've never, ever 
done anything uh, never wrong. We'd never let you down. That's the word we I was looking for. You could even go to K-Rico if it's still there. I wonder if they're still doing business. Wherever the fuck. And um, we, we, <laughs> we need to work on a guest. Shout out to the fucking Dow that should not be named who just no-showed us. Um, but we'll get a guest. Oh, um, word? <laughs> oh, word? Yeah, for <laughs> real. But yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. So make sure you follow Trevor. Hit him up uh, on Trevor underscore. Yeah, Trev underscore Jordan at... Uh... <laughs> twitter.gov <laughs> yeah t dot, that's trg <laughs> underscore trev at peloton.gov <laughs> hell yeah and you can also catch him on call of duty at one billion on twitter our week today on instagram and twitter um hit us up show us some love and yeah we really appreciate all of you our new listeners thank you for tuning in and we out come on get it stay woke bitches stay woke <laughs>